It's time to get spooky. Enjoy a collection of our best Halloween segments from the past two years, including haunted destinations, problematic ghosts, and our favorite haunted mansion trivia. We've got a show that's so funny, it's scary. Light your jack-o'-lantern and watch out for hitchhiking ghosts. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Uh, it's going great. Are you guys ready to get spooky this week? Yes. Ooh. I'm always ready to get spooky. Perfect. I've got a question for you guys before we start into the news. This might uh, fall under our unpopular opinions. A quick take. What's your favorite trick-or-treat candy that everybody else hates? When you're out trick-or-treating and you're sort, sorting through at the end of the night, then everybody's throwing the trash candy in the pile. What's the stuff that you're going to grab for yourself? I actually like candy corn quite a bit. I'm Me with too. you. I don't get the hate mm-hmm. for candy corn. I'm not disgusted by candy corn. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Uh, it's a black licorice flavored candy. Ugh. Blackjack, maybe? Yes. Yep. Ooh, yeah. Blackjack. Yes, I like I like black licorice. Yeah. I don't like any anything that tastes like anise. <laughs> that's a very that's a very careful pronunciation. <laughs> I'm always the one who picks out all the black jelly beans at Easter and keeps them Ooh. for myself. You're the one keeping it going, mm. I guess. It's... Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, I will buy the bag of all black jelly beans. That's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always went with the uh, Neko wafers, which are I haven't seen those in oh, like yeah. over decades, but. It's it's not a Those flavor. Are garbage. Yeah, but I love that <laughs> texture. Like I I like the like the texture of tums and things like that. I don't. I like yeah. chalky things. Chalk. You like to eat chalk. I do. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I've just graduated to real chalk at this. Maybe point. I'll just give out tums this year. <laughs> That's a good taste. I always liked those. Um, I always call them poverty candy. They're the they're the <laughs> they're the peanut butter taffy with a little. It's a peanuts in the middle oh, that come in the, that. in the orange and the black yeah, wrappers. I like that everybody's those. like, oh, I don't want this junk. Uh, give it yes, to me. I love those. The yeah, black I love those ones too. are a little bit licorice <laughs> Are they? No. Yes. Oh, I yes. don't think so. Stop it. I You're think fired. they're just peanut butter. I think you just like the flavor of the black dye. I think that's probably it. It's... <laughs> yeah. No, not yeah. the, the candy itself wasn't black. The wrapper was no. black. Oh, so the wrapper is licorice flavor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the black wrapper, exactly. <laughs> okay, I've got a story to share with you guys. Um, a story. Uh, a, a haunted destination actually got this a submission from one of our listeners. Um, Melissa wanted to tell us about the Waverly Hills Sanatorium, which is located in Louisville, Kentucky. It's an early 20th century Gothic revival TB hospital that opened in 1926. Um, It's huge. It's gigantic. It, it, it could house nearly 500 patients plus all the doctors and staff. So big that it has its own, it had its own zip code at the time. And it's literally like, it's, it's a city up on a hill because tuberculosis was just, you know, so once you checked in, you never checked out. And that included the doctors and the staff. And it's considered, it's known as one of the most haunted places on earth. Um, So now I'm, from their website, it says uh, the number of deaths that occurred at the hospital in a year could sometimes reach as high as 150. And they believe that around 6,000 people died there. Um, so 
there's a lot of paranormal spooky activity. So it's not a functioning hospital anymore? No, no, it okay. shut down. Well, shut I, down mean, I mean, I 19- know that we don't have really a tuberculosis problem, <laughs> but it could be used for something else. I don't know. Well, we will soon enough. With the anti vaxxer yeah, movement. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shut down in 1961. Um, and so many people were dying there that uh, they didn't want the patients to see all uh, the bodies. So they, they dug a tunnel underground that they called the Death Tunnel, Ooh, 545 feet creepy. long. And they used a rail car system to transport the bodies, just to kind of <laughs> oh, send them away. Um, so. Obviously, the place is full of uh, supernatural activity. So it's just been sitting empty since 19, you said 60 something? Uh, 1961, yes. There's nothing scarier than an old abandoned hospital. Uh, yeah, right. And if it's like an right. old, With a yeah. if it's an tunnel. old tuberculosis hospital, <laughs> yeah. is it just a lot of ghosts coughing a lot? <laughs> Sorry, that was really insensitive to tuberculosis. Um, <laughs> no, apparently there's a lot of kids, ghosts of children that are seen running around playing Ooh. with balls. Um, there's a ghostly hearse delivering coffins to the back of the facility. Doppelgangers, shadow people. Um, it sounds pretty awful. The, the death tunnel is full of ghosts and uh, people see a cook wandering around the kitchen and cafeteria and can smell the food. Ugh. So is this a place you can, is it closed to, to visitors or is it a place you can pay to go visit? What's the story You can here? visit this place. So it's open for tours during the summer months and also if you're a member of a paranormal investigation group, you can actually stay the night oh, to do no, your you. ghost hunting there. <laughs> mm. And then uh, during the fall, they operate a haunted house out of like okay. a commercial that's, haunted house attraction out of there to, hear, yeah. to help to help pay for the restoration work. But so you get to uh, all we the hit. jump scares in the creepy TB hospital. <laughs> we have a similar. <laughs> similar place in uh, Birmingham that's great. It's called Sloss Fright Furnace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's one of the most haunted places in the Southeast. They all, every place says they're the right, most right. haunted. Yeah. They're the most uh, haunted, yeah. Yeah, it was a working uh, smelt furnace or whatever where oh. they made steel. And mm-hmm. uh, apparently, like, w- during this one guy's shift, which I think was maybe two months long, 47 workers lost their lives because he would just literally work them to death. They had people that were living on the company property and he was just notorious awful. And then he mysteriously fell from the highest point (laughs) at the furnace (laughs) into Mm. one of the smelters and apparently was just melted instantly. But, uh, no, the, the mystery was that this guy never went up there ever on his own. So apparently everybody just got fed up with him and threw him in there. So his nickname Dragged was Slag. He was James <laughs> Slag Wormwood. And so now they, what a name. There's a, it's yeah. the same kind of thing. They do paranormal. People come there all year long and investigate stuff. And people have felt pushed from behind and heard voices saying, get back to work. And <laughs> Don't push like me in the smelter. The but now they operate a, yeah, yeah. Stop melting me. I hate it. <laughs> but now they operate a, a amazing haunted house attraction in there. 
Uh, I haven't been in a couple of years because the last time I went, I loved the haunted house part and the scares and it was great. But at the end, they, they built a maze and I got separated from the group I was with. And I'm such a moron. I was in there for like an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> I was debating how I could either, which would be easier to chew my way through the plywood walls or to climb <laughs> over and out of it somehow. But I, I mean, I could not, it was a pitch black maze and it's all in the walls are painted black. So you're just feeling your way along trying to find the oh, maze, but I am no. directionally challenged or something. I could not get out of this thing. And I was, I was, I was about to cry. It was just terrible. And I, oh, man. So every year I'm like, I want to go back. But if I get stuck in that maze, I definitely don't want to be there with my son because I don't want him to see me cry. <laughs> but when I, when I got out, everybody in the group we had been with had left except for my one friend, Robbie, who was like, man, what did you do in there? <laughs> I'm like, you got away from me. I wanted to just hang on to his shirt the whole way to lead me through. But I got lost. Sure. Do they have anybody that will help you get out of there if you get, I mean, or are you just stuck in there till the end of the no. night when they throw the lights on? And you know what I noticed was different. Like most haunted houses, there's not a person telling you like, go this way or whatever. You're just kind of on your own. But yeah. at uh, Halloween Horror Nights, they did have, that kind of took me out of the thing a little bit. They had uh, uh, employees that were in there like pointing, you know, go this, this way. This is the way So to you're get doing out. all yeah. this great scary, scary stuff and then here's this 18-year-old go, hey, mister, go down this way. <laughs> kind of took me out a little bit. But like at this place, you're on your own in there other than the scare actors and whatever. But I guess they didn't know the giant crying man in there. They woke up to you. I was about to send up a flare or something. Maybe they thought that you were one of the scare actors. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, just this lumbering Sorry, lost you idiot in there. You're going to have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> we need you to put your pants on and go home, sir. <laughs> I assume at the end of the night they would have helped you out. <laughs> or were yeah, you just, no, I, I would have just, just slept there in now. there till the end I of the now. season. <laughs> I have been to Salem, Massachusetts on Halloween, and it was a really great time, actually. Uh, one of the things I love most about Salem is that they've really embraced their past and turned it into a whole industry, really. I mean, it's a place in the United States with just a, a horrifying history. You know, 20 people right. were were killed during the Salem witch trials for... I mean, obviously, they weren't well, actual... they were witches. Witches, yeah, <laughs> that's... That's what they were accused of. And um, the city of Salem now is, it's its really embraced the whole, this is where the witch city, right? Their, um, the logo for the city has a witch's hat. Um, their police cars have a, a witch riding a broom. It's, it's a super fun place really all year long. But the whole Halloween season, all the whole month of September and October, they really get into it. And Halloween night is sort of the, it's like the biggest, yeah, it's like the biggest Halloween party for adults anywhere. I mean, the whole city is the people watching alone in Salem on Halloween is a really good time because you have everything from people just, you know, grownups having a Halloween party with their friends in regular Halloween costumes to just the weirdos <laughs> really come out. And <laughs> because it's... Uh, <laughs> Those are my people. 
Yes, and they're it's they're fun to see. Um, they have a Halloween uh, a ball. It's called the Witch's Ball that you can go to. Uh, but we just really kind of wandered around town, and there's you can find every kind of supernatural shop. Uh, if you want your aura read, or if you want a, a tarot card reading, or um, they have the haunted tours, candlelight tours of the haunted places in in Salem. So you can go up to Gallows Hill, where everyone was hung after the, the Salem witch trials. Um, the House of the Seven Gables is there, which is kind of a, a cool bit of history to go see. And Salem is the birthplace of Nathaniel Hawthorne. So that's kind of a, there's a lot of cool history there, but um, just, a, just a fun place to hang out on Halloween, really. Um, you fly, you have to fly into Boston if you want to get to Salem. And then they have uh, trains that can take you out there because it's not really close to another uh, point of entry. Um, that was my favorite place to visit on Halloween. I like how it sounds like there's a good mix of like, if you want to, if you want to get historical and real with the witches or yes, you can go yeah. campy on it, however you, whatever your personal flavor and the whole is. range in between. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, um, there's a big Wiccan community that lives in Salem. So it's, it's kind of ironic. The irony is really dripping <laughs> in Salem. They're, all of the people who were hung were not actual witches, but now the place is full of real witches. So, uh -huh. <laughs> real witches. Well, yeah, you in know, people who, marks. yes. Yeah. I mean, Jeff, if you, you just, you, you just alienated <laughs> our entire Wiccan. Listen, there's going to be a pox on your house. Yeah. Way to go. Yeah. <laughs> They have a, they have a, you know, they celebrate Sam Hain there and uh, they have a whole gathering of the, the Salem. Yeah, yes, that's true. The Salem Witches Society on Halloween, they're doing their Wiccan rituals and, and whatnot. But I thought it was a fascinating place. Yeah. If you want to buy a spell, you they you have can. Eye of Newt on sale. <laughs> yes. Sorry, you might want <laughs> Powdered eye of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole East Coast has a lot of a lot of cool um, haunted places and haunted attractions to visit. And my son last year uh, for his not last year the year before for his eighth grade trip they did a whole East Coast trip and one of the things that they did was a ghost tour of. Um, uh, and now I'm drawing a blank. Uh, oh, Gettysburg. Sorry. Mm -hmm. A ghost tour of Gettysburg. What's so the they, visited the, they visited <laughs> they visited the battlefield after dark and went on a, 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 a haunted tour. That sounded pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about the, uh, everything in that part of the country is so old that just the weight of the ears makes it really kind of spooky to be around. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely. where our, it's our spookiest places are in, on the East coast. Yeah. Being in Richmond, Virginia, I am surrounded by Confederate ghosts, basically. Um, there, mm, there, yes. there are a lot of, uh, a lot of different ghost tours that you can do in Richmond. Um, my favorite thing that sort of fits into that is we have a, a, a cemetery called Hollywood Cemetery, and it is 
it is an ancient sprawling cemetery that's basically in the middle of the city. Um, and you can go into it. I mean, it's, it's very popular for people going to take photographs and etchings. I mean, there's everything from, you know, mausoleums and etching. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's people that go and just do like Confederate tombstone etchings. On the gravestones. And, yeah. Mm, oh yeah. And so, yeah. And it, what's weird is there's a giant old house on the property that I guess for a while was like lived in by the caretaker. But at some point they turned it into apartments that they rented out. And I actually knew somebody that lived in one of them. And I've never felt like any sort of like ghost thing before in my life, but going to the bathroom in that house, every single time I felt like somebody was standing behind me. (laughs) And so, yeah, I got to the point where I just, I didn't want to go there anymore. And it was actually the first time I ever went there was right before going to a haunted house, like on Halloween. And I was not in the mood oh. for that. So, yeah, it was it was weird. That sounds fun. Yeah. Are you normally in the mood for someone standing behind you while you go? To the <laughs> I'm usually in the mood for spooky things, but not for assistance in the bathroom, uh, no. Oh gotcha. <laughs> I can handle That's it myself. Spooky in the wrong way. I've never felt the presence of any anyone behind me while I go to the bathroom or anything cool like that. <laughs> That's just Jess. You're never going to live that down, Jess. Ever. Sometimes you get a, a sh- hand on your shoulder when you. <laughs> Guys, I'm still tra- traumatized. But... I haven't peed since. Come on. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. He's he's been he in renal failure for told 25 years. never been to one of these but i keep reading about these sort of extreme scare places not so much always haunted but they have uh they have some pretty extreme ones uh there there was one called mckamey manor that started in a guy's backyard in san diego and interestingly it's now like a legit thing uh that there's one in nashville and one in huntsville alabama which is where i'm from and i had not heard of this till i started researching for this show but it's so extreme, you have to uh, provide proof of sports physical, doctor's note, and background <laughs> check stating that you're physically what? and mentally clear before you go into this. You also, get this, have to do a FaceTime or phone screening to prove you have medical insurance, sign a detailed 40-page waiver, and pass a drug test the day of your entrance. <laughs> In other words, this is not something you can go and do on a whim. You need to plan and put a lot of thought and effort into this experience. But apparently it's so terrifying that they interview you to figure out what kinds of things scare you. And they interview your friends to find out what kinds of things scare you. I've heard about this place. Yeah. And they essentially like kidnap you and torture you. Yeah. There's one that's, (laughs) there's one in New York where they kidnap you and take you out to Red Hook and put you in a warehouse. And it's like an escape room slash terrifying combo thing too 
And people I don't know. pay for this experience. People pay good money for me. this one, but uh, apparently the the uh, guy that wrote the article I read about it said if if they tell you they're not going to put you in a coffin, don't believe them. So apparently he was <laughs> no. sealed up in a coffin and made to think he was being buried at some point. But uh-huh. I've heard of these places That's where they no. will they will waterboard you. <laughs> and what? at one point somebody was in a box full of tarantulas, which. I think is, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that because if it was me, I'd be squashing tarantulas and that, that can't uh, be good for business. Uh, uh, no, right. I want no part of any of that. Give me a killer clown from outer space, but no, these extreme seriously. ones are popping up more and more. There's uh, I'll, we'll put a link on the, we can put a link on the page, but there's a top five most extreme haunted experiences in the U S so they've got them in, Chicago, Fullerton, California, Pittsburgh, Huntsville, Alabama, of all weird things. The Blackout Haunted House in both San Francisco and New York. And so you'll the be one attending the one in Huntsville and, and reporting back to us? <laughs> I I really, I'm just too scared. I don't There's know if no I can way. do it. Yeah. This I is not die. fun. Mm-mm. No. Like, I like yeah, being scared, I but I don't see. That. It's just too much. I don't. I, I want to be scared and yeah. entertained. I don't want to be like legitimately scared of my phobias be, being like thrown in my face. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I'm actually yeah. legitimately scared that they just buried me alive. No, that's yes. not fun. <laughs> Real life is <laughs> scary enough. I don't need like realistic yeah. scares. Yeah, that's oof. I got so those are starting to be all the rage, but I'm not sure. Would y'all do any of y'all? No, no, no I'm good. I don't think no. so. Like, uh, what's the what? What is that movie that was out recently where they thought they had paid for a a fun kidnapping experience? Game night. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, did enjoy like that a, movie. But that was a great movie. It seems like so that is something that people, you know, people pay for that kind of scare experience. Like I want to, I want to, I want to have all my friends over and we're going to pay good money for a a fake kidnapping or something like that. No. I know that's not really up my I, alley. I would love to do a murder mystery kind of night. Oh, absolutely. Where we yes. all are aware that it's fake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't want to really think my friend was just murdered in front of me. Exactly. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Or, or have you heard of Camp Blood? No. no. It's, a, it's a haunted mm-hmm. attraction. It's in New York. And there's some other similar ones. I know there's one outside of Detroit similar. But it's like you go to a summer camp. And you do summer camp activities, and then night falls, and the summer camp is oh, no. stalked oh. by Turns a psycho <laughs> slasher crystal lake. I'm a big Jason. Yeah, fan. And you so, have yeah, to I'll, work I'll with your that. other campers yeah. to survive the night. Yeah, that I know that the one cool. in Michigan, it was like you could have different levels of how terrifying it was. Some of them, if you went into your tent, you were like safe and they had to leave you alone. Okay. But then you could have yeah. the extreme experience and they could like drag you screaming out of your tent. No, stuff. yeah, I don't want yeah, that one. But, I need this yeah. I need the safe zone. The scariest yeah. part of all that to me sounds like just the camping itself. I'm really more of an indoor kid. <laughs> yeah, <no. Yes. laughs> oh, the bugs. No. You are going to have to from sleep stand outside. by me does not want to camp out. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> You're going to have to dig a hole. I don't want them actually like dragging no. me out of my tent. I want them to like chase me through the woods and then for me to like, okay, come on, let's take a picture. And then, you know, we get me yeah. to get back. Yes. But, like, uh, yeah. If I yeah. can't call times, like, no, that's not fun. I don't know about Alcatraz, but that does lead me to the other story that I've got to share Ooh. about a different haunted prison. Haunted prison. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I've got some experience here. We've also got um, someone else that shared some, a story from here. Um, so this is uh, the Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield, Ohio. And all I can say when I see this place is O-A-N-D. Because it's where... <laughs> it's, they, they used it for the exterior of Shawshank Prison oh, in the movie okay. Shawshank Redemption. That is a great movie. Yeah, I mean, it, odds are at any given moment it's playing on some TV station somewhere around usually the world. TBS. Um, yes. Usually TBS. Usually TBS. <laughs> yes, um, and they use some some of the room other rooms in the in the prison were used uh, the warden's office. Um, you can see the set where the, or the room that they use for Andy's office, mm-hmm. and also they use one of the rooms there for Brooks's hotel room. And you can see on the rafter is carved in there. Brooks was here, and it's oh cool. So, so they, it's they, not a working prison anymore. It's a not a working prison okay. anymore. It was a working prison up into the eighties. Uh, okay, um, and. It's a very an infamous. It's a huge prison. Um, it's an old. It's one of those old. It looks like a castle in its construction. If you've oh. seen, obviously, Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's You get true. an idea for what it looks like. Um, it's huge. It's the largest freestanding cell block. It's six stories high, so it's just full of prisoners. And the um, the solitary confinement area there was especially notorious as being just the most hellacious place it was you know they called it the hole and people went in there and never came out or came out you know like a guy set himself on fire down there just to get out of the hole um yeah i that's what the story on the website willing to set yourself on fire in order to get out that's pretty bad yeah so we, um, I visited there in 2012 uh, with my wife. Uh, it was while we were on our baby moon. We had kind of a weird you baby went to a moon creepy trip. Old prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I took her. I, You're such a romantic. I took her to this. Well, right after we visited the prison, I She's drove her past kind of stuff, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's childhood home, um, <laughs> where he lived. That's actually he, where you uh, proposed, right? Made his <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. Um, and it's it's a creepy place because uh, I didn't feel any ghostly activity there, but um, just kind of knowing what went on what there, it was there, a, sure. it was a brutal is a brutal place and. The kind of people that were kept there, but also is right next to the new state reformatory is like right there. They you can built see a new prison next door. And there's certain places where you're not allowed to take pictures because there's windows and you can see the prison from the window. And so you're not allowed to take. <laughs> okay, that was creepy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Say hi, Alex. Alex, you just you say scared hi. all of us. We're you talking about... Why did you lock me in you the wave? room? Hi, Alex. <laughs> hi, Alex. Did you have a good nap? We're talking, we're talking yeah, about... Yeah, that's you. <laughs> we're talking about creepy places, and then we all just hear a child's voice. <laughs> what do you want? No, that's my Mickey Mouse. Okay, can you say bye-bye? Bye. Okay, can you go downstairs while I finish up? Thank you. Bye, Alex. Take the doctor with you. 
So I got that feeling of creepiness, but um, people also report a lot of paranormal activity there. Um, seeing shadow people, hearing voices, footsteps, and even in the prison chapel, they re- there's reports of ghosts that kind of get a little grabby Ooh. and will touch you. I yeah. do not grabby. like a grabby ghost. <laughs> the ghost of John Lasseter in there. It's terrifying. Uh, the prison is open for self-guided tours seven days a week, and they also host overnight ghost hunts. And in the fall, they've got their own haunted house um, to help. favorite part that's one of my favorite parts of the uh of the tower of terror at disneyland paris is when you're in that creepy room in the queue you can hear scary creepy little like voices of children saying like mommy i'm tired we it's yeah it's so scary i don't want that I want pizza again. Sorry, this is. I'm full. That's a different kind of scary. I can't pull my pants. If they do that, every parent in the ride just starts crying, and everybody else is like, I don't get what the problem. I'm done. <laughs> Come wipe me. <laughs> no. Can you stay here the next to me? Scariest thing you can hear. Especially when your kids are teenagers. <laughs> or when you're, when, <laughs> when you're dead asleep and then, Mom, I just threw up all over my bed. Or, Mom, uh, I just threw up yes. all over your bed. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> that has happened. And now we're on to throw up. That's a whole different yes. podcast episode. That'll a different be next sort of horror. episode. <laughs> we want people to come back. What are your best places to throw up when you travel? <laughs> <laughs> Favorite puke spots in Disney I have World. a few of those. Yes. <laughs> Quick, go. <laughs> <laughs> I just go inside my own shirt. <laughs> you blame it on a small child and you go to a cast member and they give you a voucher for a new one. That's what those popcorn yeah, buckets are yeah. good for. I've got a, a question for you guys before we get started. What was the best Halloween costume you ever had as a kid? The one I had the most often was the hobo <laughs> with, the, uh, with the shoe polished beard and a knapsack on a stick because my mom forgot to do anything about Halloween until the night of. And hobos always have freckles too. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's great. It's a requirement. I think my favorite. Would have to be in, in middle school. My best friend was much, much taller than me. And she always liked to make fun of me for it. And she called me Sprout. And so we went, we dressed up as the Jolly Green Giant and sidekick oh, Sprout. It was great. <laughs> I think that was seventh, eighth grade, something like that. <laughs> Um, well, I grew up in the 80s, and so the trend in the 80s for store-bought costumes 
uh, was basically a plastic shirt with a picture of who you were supposed to be on the shirt. Um, so my, yeah. And for some reason though, I really loved my He-Man version and yeah, basically it was He-Man's sword. And I think I had a really bad Prince Valiant wig on and then just (laughs) a plastic shirt that said He-Man and had a picture of He-Man on it. So. And, and then they, yes. they have those plastic masks the plastic that cut mask. into your face. Yes, yeah, yes. the ones that they like cut your eyes, and and cut you. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. It was a wonderful time to be alive. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a. I wanted to do be uh, anybody from Kiss, but it was always sold out. So I would be Peter Chris. I was Peter oh. Chris two years because like, we couldn't get the better one. But and then the, the mask would crack, and you had to get a new one each year. Nobody wanted to be Peter Chris. Nobody. Wa- Peter oh. Chris didn't even want to be Peter Chris. Nope. <laughs> oh. but, but Eric Singer does. Oh, that's a good one. Lost. I want to be a cat. Man. Sure is. <laughs> <laughs> Said almost no one. <laughs> My mom was always really handy with a sewing machine. She was a seamstress. One year, she made me a rocketeer costume with like a oh, full nice. jumpsuit and like made the helmet out of like metallic fabric and stuff. Oh, cool! It was pretty awesome. And then the next year, she made. Uh, I was, um, what was Will Wheaton's name on Next Generation? Wesley Crusher. Wesley Wesley Crusher. Yeah, she made me, I was him, and it was like perfect spot on. Was it the rainbow one? Star Trek. The the rainbow shirt? No, the red and... No. Oh, when he was like the the one piece jumpsuit? Jumpsuit. When he was the ensign. Did he give you a little bit of a camel toe like his did? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I was in, I think, the fifth grade, fourth grade, so I don't, I don't know that I was... You weren't aware of that. <laughs> gotcha. I don't, I don't know if that things had filled out quite. I yet, see where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> Your managers. Thanks, Jeff. Let's go to the news. Who wants to tell a story first? <laughs> so the last thing I wanted to share, because this is our Halloween week episode, was earlier on, a, on an earlier episode. We all talked about spooky places. That we've visited and uh, the Travel Channel released an article titled The Creepiest Places in All 50 States. So I didn't want to go through all of these, but I wanted to share what is they consider the creepiest place in each of our states and get your thoughts. Uh, The first one actually for Alabama, Jeff already brought this one up to us, the Sloss Furnaces, uh, which he, as he shared with us, was open from 1882 all the way to 1971 and now seems to be haunted by Foreman James Slag Wormwood. So it looks like like, like they agree with you on that one there, Jeff. I kind of wish that was my nickname. (laughs) We can make that happen right right now. <laughs> We're retitling this podcast Slag in the Gang. Yes, perfect. That's our funk band. <laughs> <laughs> Just funk songs about foundries. And <laughs> so, Jess, they say that the creepiest place in all of Virginia is the Peyton Randolph House in Williamsburg. Have you ever heard of this? I have not, no. It's supposed to be cursed by a slave named Eve. And the grounds, it said, are haunted by Civil War soldiers. Wow. 
They got a lot sounds, of them. Civil War ghosts. Sounds fairly creepy. I mean, that's not surprising for Williamsburg, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Here's the one that made me go, okay, Dan and I both live in Michigan, and this list says that the creepiest place in Michigan is Mackinac Island. What? Right? It's because there's Mackinac. no cars. Ooh, creepy. Right. <laughs> it is if your name's Prince. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's scary how so expensive it is to stay at the hotel there, but... Rude, that's true. <laughs> is it supposed to be like a haunted hotel? No, I mean, it's just I expensive. have no idea, but it says that the Grand Hotel is known to be possessed by an evil entity with glowing red eyes. It's Christopher Reeve from the past. Possibly, yeah. Also, I the, get... What was that movie? Uh, somewhere, somewhere in, in time. time. Yeah. That was that it's grand a, hotel it's there. It's a beautiful yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> also, I remember I was, that scene though. Yeah. Yeah. In the movie where, <laughs> where the demon comes out and drags him back in time. I thought it was a reference to Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, also, and I was unaware of this, it was Mackinac Island was also the site of a, a witch hunt. And seven women were executed, drowned in a place called the Drowning Pool, which you can still visit there, which I've been there dozens of times and never heard of this. <laughs> it's appropriately named. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So I guess I need to go back to Mackinac Island and do some kind of a creepy tour. Like, I wouldn't. I had no idea. It sounds scary. <laughs> well, that is where the... Yeah. It's the most picturesque, beautiful little place. It's not creepy at all. I don't the get demons. it. demons. <laughs> Apparently. The yes. fudge demons. <laughs> That's my band name. Yep. I was just going to say. Slag and the fudge demons. Oh. We're on to something. TM, TM, TM. That does, that does sound creepy. Somebody write that down and mail it to yourself so nobody else can steal it. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll post we'll post a link to that to that uh, article so that our listeners can check out what the creepiest place in their state has been as named by the Travel Channel and let us know what you think. Yeah, if you disagree, tell us what the real creepiest place in yes. your state is. <laughs> My basement. <laughs> well, well then, <laughs> it's a creepy basement. Moving on. <laughs> Have you ever seen a haunted house? You know the kind I mean. That old dark house that's usually at the end of a dimly lit street. The owners haven't been seen for years. No one really knows why. The windows are broken and boarded up, and the shutters hang loose on their hinges. The trees are grown wild. Their branches brush against the side of the weathering house, making strange noises in the night. There's a high vine-covered fence around the property. Is it there to keep somebody out? Or to keep some thing inside. It's a house that people avoid walking past at night. Strange sounds come from within the walls, and strange lights have been seen both in the attic windows and in the cemetery to the side of the house. As we approach the porch of this house, one of the mysterious residents steps out of the shadows, raises a lantern, and speaks. Welcome, foolish mortals, to my haunted mansion trivia quiz. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> so before we started talking about the Haunted Mansion, I thought I would ask, uh, there's a few super fans in the room, I think. thought I would ask you a few 
Trivia questions. These are probably too easy for you, but we're going to try it anyway. So my first question is, how many haunted mansion attractions are there in the world? Um, four. Called haunted mansion. Ah, Jeff, you got to the heart of the question. How many? How many haunted mansion attractions are three. there in the world? Orlando, Disneyland, and uh, three. Asia. Four, if you count Mystic Man. I'm not counting Mystic I know, I just Manor. had to throw I'm that counting in the three. <laughs> <laughs> so which t- of those three, which two are virtually identical inside and out? Disneyland and Disneyland Paris? Uh, the- How could the inside look no. just like the outside? No, uh, it's Orlando and one of the Asian ones that's Correct. not Mystic Walt Disney Manor. World. And Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah, Tokyo. Are exactly the same mm. on the inside and out. The only difference is Tokyo has two different gargoyles that sit on either side of their entrance. Mm. So there are two more Haunted Mansion inspired attractions at Disney Parks. What are they and what are they called? Mystic Manor and Mystic Phantom Manor. Manor. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Mystic Manor is where? Tokyo. Hong Kong? Yeah. Hong Kong, yes. <laughs> yes, Hong Kong. And Phantom Manor <laughs> is Paris. Disneyland, uh, Disneyland Paris, correct, correct. Um, where did the original idea for the Haunted Mansion come from? Well, it was Harper Goff who came up with the idea with Walt, but it's based on the Winchester Mystery House in San Jose. Mm-hmm. And according to Marty Sklar, he was asked in 1963... Sklar. To write up some a real estate signed copy inviting retired ghosts to take up new residence in Disneyland. And it turns out that on a visit to the United Kingdom, Walt had mentioned to several reporters that one of the reasons for his trips was that he was searching the old castles and country manor homes for ghosts. But only ghosts that had a passion to continue to practice their trade in a new environment built specifically for them at Disneyland. And then the story grew from there. But it's something that had been on the back burner for the Imagineers way back um, into the like around 1955 or 56, I think, when they were just starting to talk about. Disneyland. Yeah, when they were originally planning to put the park across the street from the studios, they had come up with that idea. Right. And it was going to be a walkthrough. So yeah, my last, that's uh, my last I'd still question. Love to is, see that. Oh yeah, absolutely. My last question is: Which version is each of your favorites? Mine is Walt Disney World's version, but that's just because it's the one I grew up on. I've only ever seen Walt Disney World's, so oh, I guess I have to go with that one. Out. You didn't? You didn't see uh, Disneyland? No, it was D- Disneyland was packed because we were there at Christmas time, so it was the overlay, and oh, the kids and the were too spooked by true. it, yeah. so. <laughs> I prefer the overlay at Disneyland to the regular. I like one. the overlay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My I love favorite the outside version is and definitely... the boarding part of um, Disneyland over Walt Disney World. There's not that weird bottleneck when you come out of the stretching yeah. room and <clears throat> all that. Mm-hmm. But I like yeah. I like the stair rooms and a couple of other things that they don't have at Disneyland at the Disney World version. My the favorite Manor is definitely Phantom Manor. Yeah, love that one. But we can talk oh. more about that later. Do you have other questions? Was that it? That was my last question. And except for <laughs> I toyed around with asking if you guys knew who the lead Imagineers were for each of the different haunted mansions. Um, I know for stateside ones. So Raleigh Crump and Yale Gacy, Mark Davis, Exitensio, and Claude Coates. Yeah. Disneyland. Yeah. Yep. Very good. And then um, 
Wait, here. go ahead. Let me, <laughs> You're cheating. Let me You're think cheating. about it real quick. <laughs> how, about Dis- how about Disney World? Um, um, well, uh, a lot of those elements, they, they were building at the same time mm-hmm. for both parks, so it's kind of hard right. to say who. Claude who. Coates and Herb Ryman are the right. two most mentioned for Disney World. Herb Ryman. Mm, and then Tony <laughs> Baxter oversaw all of Disneyland Paris, so he had a huge hand in in that one. And Hong Kong was Joe Lanzacero. I met Tony Baxter in person and I can say he does have huge hands. <laughs> That's what I've always wondered. <laughs> yeah. He could crush my head like a walnut. <laughs> That's terrifying. Why don't you share with us the the backstory of the Haunted Mansion, the original, the Disneyland. Well, it's kind of hard. There's so much that's been kind of added on by fans over the years that kind of gets adopted by various cast members at different levels over the years. But basically what happens is um, you approach this haunted house and you enter and the first half of the attraction is um you see you see signs of paranormal activity but you never actually see the ghosts until you uh go into madame leota's seance room and once Mm -hmm. she calls all of the ghosts out that's when you finally see them when you get into the ballroom where there's a birthday party going on and the famous dancing ghosts that are not holograms um, not at all. Not at all. No. Spoiler alert. No, they're even cooler than holograms, but we can talk about that magic <laughs> trick later. Um, you go up into the attic where now you're confronted by this um, terrible, the Black Widow Bride. Murderous, um, axe murdering bride. Yes. Um, at which point you are uh, frightened and fall backwards out of the window to your death into the graveyard um, and where you join the rest of the ghosts in their frolics and fun in the cemetery. And then you leave and a ghost follows you home. Was the deadly bride always the thing there? I don't remember that as a kid. There's always been a bride, but she was not anything like Constance until... Right. Right pretty recently Mm -hmm. she used to be silent uh it was a really spooky effect uh when she had this her heart would glow pulse with the sound of her heartbeat Mm -hmm. um for a while yeah that's my favorite version of the bride there there are several changes to her and then they decided that she needed a story up there (laughs) so is that room actually stretching it depends on which one you're in no. <laughs> I love how they go, no windows and no doors. But yeah, we all just came in a big giant door. <laughs> Suspension of dis- disbelief. I don't Jack. remember climbing in the window. This is this. This this attraction is one of my favorites at any Disney park. And I have to admit that until Dan was sort of reading out the, the kind of backstory of the Haunted Mansion, it never occurred to me that you're when the doom buggy turns and you start going backwards, that you are falling out a window and dying. You're not the only and one. Now, I didn't realize that until just now, too. <laughs> right? I, I didn't realize it because I wasn't listening when Dan said that. <laughs> well... You can go about your way. Backstory now, and now I'm never going to forget that, and I want to go ride it immediately. Yeah, Yeah, it's a cool concept. 
I don't know if the dying part is like you know the fan cannon thing, but falling backwards out of it. The the thing that I read at the beginning of our discussion is from mm-hmm. an old record, the Storian songs or the Storian sounds from the Haunted Mansion, and the first side is this dramatized story of Ron Howard and some other people, or and <laughs> it's starring Ron Howard and some girl. Yes, yeah. oh, okay. yes, yes. Um, <laughs> and, and and they happen upon the Haunted Mansion. And they go through it and it very loosely tells kind of the story of the haunted mansion but also really has not much at all to do with it and mm-hmm. they specifically say at that point that they fall out of the window i so. love that i love that is this little kid ron howard op era ron howard uh it's right it's right after the end of mayberry rfd so the richie cunning pre-richie cunningham pre-richie. Yes. Yep. Awkward huh. yeah he did a lot of voiceover for uh Disney apparently. I really, I really dig that. that. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think about that the next time we're on that attraction. Yeah, it's, I had never thought of it. It's so cool though. Yeah. It's right when you enter or exit the attic, yeah. and it makes so much mm-hmm. sense now that fall. you think about it. It's like, oh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? This, this attraction is one that that's big, like I, I really a, a pulp favorite among Disney fans. What do you? Th- think it is about the haunted mansion that captures so many people's attention obsession Air conditioning <laughs> i do love that about it yes <laughs> it's charming it's extremely charming okay yeah it is it is it uses it's all older kind of tech that's still amazing it's literal magic tricks yeah, parlor if magic you tricks. look at how they Mm-hmm. how they developed a lot of the stuff. Um, I think the fact that the story is not super tightly spelled out for you. You're not watching a book report of a yep. movie. Mm-hmm, You're walking sure. through this storyline. So it, it gives you a lot of room to use your imagination. I, I do like that about yeah. it. I mean, it kind of has become Disney IP now, yeah. but it's not yes. you know from a film. or It's based on the amazing Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Uh Trigger warning, Jess. (laughs) That ride is so popular, they actually made a really great movie about it. (laughs) And we're going to get it back to that movie Mm. one way or another. Jess, you've you've got 30 seconds. Tell me how much you hated the movie. All right, so... I just have a couple points that I need to go over. Um, I watched I watched the <laughs> here, 2003 or 4, I can't remember when it came out, Haunted Mansion movie starring Eddie Murphy. Um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Um, the film... You know what's surprising is that it was released the exact same year as Pirates of the Caribbean. And if you... If you look at both of them, yeah. Wait, if, really? I guess I never and thought And they of look that. like they have about 10 years difference in technology. Like Haunted Mansion looks yes. like it was made for $5.85. <laughs> and, you know, then you look at Pirates and you're like, oh, there's where all the money went. So I I can't figure it out. They spent it all on Pirates. Yeah. The movie Big... Huh. I had no either. idea that was the same year. And Country, Country Bears, Bears I think, that around was the same time? a little before, I think. I've seen that one two times, strangely enough, um, which shows you how much shows you how much I hate the Haunted Mansion <laughs> yeah, movie if I've seen Country Bears twice. And this one I actually didn't even finish. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 
Like it begins. You don't even know how uh, it ends. I do. I made sure to look up the ending. I got literally okay. I got to the point where they strap Madame Leota's crystal ball into a BMW in the seatbelt, and I I literally said bleep you, and I turned it off. I was like, that's it. I'm done. Oh no. <laughs> she rolls up to him like some sort of hamster ball. Like she's just rolling through the yard. She's just rolling through the yard. And not to mention that she is played by Jennifer Tilly. Okay, so you've got you've got Eleanor Audley, the who's, you know, got this sort ever. of gravitas and, and meaning to her. And then you've got Jennifer Tilly, who's like, Serpents and spiders, tail of a rat, <laughs> calling a spirit. And I'm yeah, just, it, like who a drunk casted baby. this? It makes no sense. And Eddie Murphy looks half asleep. He looks like he was more interested in Pluto Nash than this. Oh, and yeah. Way past his prime. Yeah. He was. Oh, he yeah. Was no, you could tell he just had dollar signs going. But uh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> like the counterpoint, you've got Wallace Shawn as the ghostly butler, though. Yeah, he's but he's like a side character. He's not even one of the main characters. And uh, it starts off with some random kid who has nothing to do with the rest of the movie, like wandering up to the mansion and he gets to the gate. And all of a sudden this ghostly voice goes, stay away and blows him out. And like, I should have taken that as a sign right away and just turned it off. Like, that's the movie telling me what's about to happen. It was horrible. So don't watch it. That's all I have to say. Dan, how did you feel about the movie? Well, I watched it in the background when I'm working on other stuff, so I don't mind it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I uh, the 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 singing bus in the graveyard weren't terrible. No, they're not horrible. But why do they take them home with them at the end? I forgot. They, they strapped do that. them on their car. Oh yeah, Who in the end they've got Leota in the back of that. the station wagon, like around boxes, and then they've got the bus. Like I looked Wait, it I up on you YouTube. I looked up the ending on YouTube. <laughs> No, I looked you up the ending on YouTube. Yourself, pal. <laughs> and uh, I'll never do that again. That was <clears throat> the harp. All right. Well, coming up next, then we've got we're going back to some. Uh, we haven't visited the Atlas. Ex- <laughs> we're going to visit uh, the Atlas Obscura. Have we again. not visited it because you can't say it? Yeah, yeah we have a mush mouth today, apparently. Jeepers. The Nemeth Mikura. <laughs> well, get, get ready because I get to use my excellent French pronunciation. Oh, yes. We we soak it up. This is going to be good. <laughs> this is going to be really good, guys. Uh, so we're going to take a trip to the Atlas Obscura, an explorer's guide to the world's hidden wonders. And we're going to France to a uh, a suburb of Paris, Maison Alfort. Maison Alfort. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, sure. Say uh, that again. Which one of us? The, the, <laughs> me or the one with Maison the fancy French? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. And we're going to visit the Musée Fragonard. <laughs> I love the Fraggles. The Fraggles. The uh, ah, Fragonard, yes. Fragonard to you too. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> All right. So, so nominally, according to the sign out front, this is a veterinary museum, but it's full of all kinds of horrific things, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of this right. place. Yeah. Uh, so you can you can see, uh, for example, uh, human fetuses uh, preserved in dancing jigs. Uh, yep. There's also a ten legged <laughs> sheep. And uh, they've got everybody's favorite two-headed calves, stuff like that, um, as as well as models of mythical creatures that they, uh, I guess they were just 
guessing what they look like or something, but the highlight are a couple of flayed figures. That's where we get back to Donald Duck here. Um, so we talked about once the bodies on display exhibit. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. Well, this is the 1700s version of that. Ew. Um, <laughs> this is yeah, not so going to be good. No. So this guy was a, a professor at the first veterinary school in Lyon. And uh, he it was there that he began skinning and preserving animals and later human corses, mm. corpses. What a hobby. Uh, he intended them to be used as educational tools, but sure. he also decided it would be fun to arrange them into theatrical poses. Oh, come on. Uh, as one does. That was, delightful. <laughs> Don't play with your uh, toys like that. <laughs> yeah, the most famous one is the Horseman of the Apocalypse. Um, It's a skinless corpse with dried varnished muscles and glass eyes sitting on top of a similarly preserved horse in mid gallop. Dude. Oh, I got one of those in my garage. (laughs) With its skin artistically like peeled back in layers so you can see the veins and arteries and muscles. Oh, I would like to see that. Yeah, it's. I I don't want to make it. I don't want to be part of it, but. (laughs) Um, There's this other dude that's. I've got this close-up picture. He's standing up. He's got this kind of this grimace going on, and his eyes are looking. He's giving some serious side eye, and he scares me a lot. And I'm going to dream about him. Probably <laughs> this was a mistake. Remember the curator battle where they were showing off the creepiest thing in their museum, and there was the one that yeah. had the human skin pants. It oh, sounds yeah. like it belongs in this yeah, place. Yeah, necro pants. <laughs> necro pants. Those are his yeah. pants. He's looking for them. <laughs> it sounds like it belongs in this place. <laughs> I just figured out what this other figure is. It's it's supposed to be the biblical Samson because he's holding a, a the jawbone of a donkey. Oh. And, uh, oh, I thought that was Mike Fascinating. Pence. Fascinating. Oh. <laughs> so. Pew, pew, so anyway. pew. Wow. Uh, <laughs> The uh, let's see, where's my nose? Oh, so he worked. He worked on his flayed figures for six years, um, and then the townsfolk started to get a little scared of him and decided that. Oh, gee, insane. I wonder they were like, why. That's enough of that. <laughs> yeah, he was doing it in the front yard. <laughs> yeah. the The amazing thing to me, though, is that these these figures didn't go on display until 1991. So for like 250 years. They were just in someone's basement. Were they part of a private collection? Yeah. Yeah, So who kept these sitting around for that long before they decided that the public needed to see it? And that man is Guy Fieri. (laughs) (laughs) He's, I mean. Where do you think the chicken guy pieces come from? This corpse flavor town. Ew. I'm going to cover it in donkey sauce and peel the skin off. sit around the fire and prepare yourself for a journey into a world of restless spirits wandering ghouls and subterranean terror submitted for the approval of the midnight society i call this story a road trip on the highway to hell wow yeah Yay. that sounds real intense i don't know if i don't know if it's gonna live up to the <laughs> i better run a winnie bago <laughs> <laughs> um uh, maybe we could start out. Um, I think everybody's got the link. Let's take a look at this story that Heather shared with us about the ooh, the nine most Instagram haunted places in the U.S. <laughs> oh, I could just see all the Instagram people doing their duck face poses in these haunted <laughs> spots. It takes a lot of the terror out of the situation, doesn't it? <laughs> they would have to. Well, the one thing about this article 
They don't really tell me why they're so scary. Yeah, I just realized it just tells you what they are, but not anything mm-hmm. about them. I mean, I guess some of them like Alcatraz. Yeah, there's not even a link for <laughs> to click on for what you know. Well, there's there's one thing that this that this list does kind of point out. I guess we can go through them and at least say what they are. Some I have been to the number seven, the St. Augustine Lighthouse in Florida, USA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did a ghost. That whole city is full of haunted stuff. It's the oldest, you know, city yeah. in the U.S. And it's like there's uh, forts and all that stuff there. The whole thing feels kind of creepy like Savannah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, number nine is the Oriental Theater in Chicago. Has anybody been to that one? I have and I'm not sure why it's. <laughs> because is it just a creepy old theater? That may be it. Because old old theaters tend to be creepy, right? Because I don't know, lots of failed actors jumped off so, to their yeah. death yeah. from the especially the, the Ford Theater. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Lincoln is so yeah. scary. There's still chunks of him. That one has the ghost of a. That one has the ghost of a. Uh, a, a oh my god, I can't remember the name of him now. Never mind. <laughs> I'll take my answer uh, off. Here. I mean, Thank the, you. the John Wilkes Booth, <laughs> an usher. Thank you, an usher. <laughs> like, oh, like yeah. five through usher. nine. I'm not sure I've ever even heard of. But then, you ever heard of the Winchester Mystery House? No. What I've heard of that. Oh, this have. one's great. The, we need the, to go there. That room, and it's the Sarah Winchester. She she kept building onto this house, trying to fool the ghosts that she's convinced <gasps> live in there. So there's doors oh, to nowhere. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I have. That sounds cool. I would like to see that. It's one of the inspirations for Haunted Mansion. One of them. Her yeah, husband yeah. was mm-hmm. the Winchester of the gun company. And okay. so she thought that the spirits of everyone that had been killed by one of her husband's guns was haunting her. Oh, that's so a lot of people. To, <laughs> yeah. So she was trying she was trying to to get them lost and trapped in places of the house where she wouldn't go the pictures of this place look really cool i would love to see that yeah that's a cool someday um the stanley hotel number four that's the inspiration for uh the shining and it is very creepy it Uh, is creepy and two different penitentiaries on the list and yeah i can get that especially if it's an abandoned penitentiary that yeah Mm -hmm. that would be creepy alcatraz is creepy yeah I went there as a little kid, and I wish I could remember it gooder. There's pictures of me there, but I don't. Uh, I don't re- recall it at all. Abandoned penitentiaries and oldie times mental institutions are pretty terrifying. Yeah, that's my jam. Yeah, old timey mental institution. And uh, and uh, that's the thing that um, this this list kind of showed to me, or made me think about, was the fact that. You look at haunted places around the world and they've got all kinds of weird like gateway pits that lead to hell and creepy, weird, cool things. <laughs> yeah. And pretty much all of the haunted places in America are either a penitentiary a prison or, a or a mental institution hospital. or, you know, an old hotel. Yeah. We need to we need to really work on the creativity of our ghosts. I mean, like a haunted water park. Are... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then yeah. number one is Salem, Massachusetts. As a I whole. guess that one makes sense. Yeah, they got witches there and stuff. Yeah, it seems a bit them. on the nose. <laughs> so, but that, that's cross pollinating there. What are we doing? Witches that turn into ghosts, or like they ghosts that like converted mm-hmm. to being witches after they were ghosts? 
The ghosts of the witches well, that they were, were burned. Exactly. Burned or drowned in the, <laughs> the dunking chair. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. I'm a monster fan. I need my monsters to fit into the right columns. You cannot oh, cross. <laughs> you can't have a witch that's also a ghost. I just... That's some hmm. that's some WB channel stuff that I'm not watching. Dude, you got to get off of this monster binary thing. Okay? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I, I want my, my cis monsters, please. Thank you. <laughs> I think we've got some of those. I don't know. I've, I've been to Salem. I didn't I, I thought it was really cool. I didn't find it particularly spooky. A little more campy than spooky. It was definitely, and the, well, it's, I was there on Halloween, so it was, it was just a, a giant Halloween party for adults. Scooby Doo and the gang have figured out that those ghosts weren't really. Anyway. Yeah, although the Wiccans do have a lot of fun there, so if you know any Wiccans, you might hmm. want to recommend it as a place they should visit on I Samhain. Do I do know some. <laughs> do Wiccans. you? Yeah. Well, Sam Haynes coming up if they need you to plan them a trip to Salem, Massachusetts. It's the place to be. Good to you know. Need <laughs> you need help getting to uh, Salem, Massachusetts so you can yes. dance naked in the forest by moonlight. Yes, uh, contact exactly. Jeff. Yeah, the- contact Jeff Williams. <laughs> Actually, never, the world ever travel. contact Jeff Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, I've got some other catacombs that are equally terrifying to me. And actually, they're a little bit even more creepier because in Paris, it's pretty much just stacks of bones everywhere, right? Uh, yes. And skulls. And, yeah. And, Art, yeah right. Artfully arranged. In, intestines. <laughs> what's, well, what's terrifying about the catacombs in Paris is the first thing that hits you is the smell. Oh, like, yeah. because it's it's not, it's it smells like... A really old church, like there's hints of incest, but then just sort of (laughs) (laughs) incense. Oh my gosh! (laughs) Aging Doctor Fool. Yeah, incense (laughs) with like an underlying decay. Yeah, it's (laughs) carry on. Well, this one, uh, these these catacombs in Palermo, Sicily, are a little heavier on the decay. I think these are the capuchin uh, catacombs. The um, catacombs for monkeys? That's yeah, what I thought. <laughs> no, the capuchin monkey. monks, which are what the monkeys are named after. Are these incestuous monkeys? <laughs> well, I, no comment. I don't know. <laughs> They're monkeys. We can't judge them the same way we judge human beings. Okay. <laughs> They don't. They don't adhere to our morality. Why am I talking about this? <laughs> All right. So here's what they do in these catacombs. Here, uh, they they because of the dry climate, <laughs> the corpses essentially are mummified. Ew. They leave them out on shelves for uh, like like six months or so, so that all the Liquid bits can drip out. Oh, gross. Then what's, then what's left behind are these mummified bodies that they put their clothes back on them and they uh, hang them up on the walls or sometimes stack them. But there's a whole bunch of these mummies that are just leaning up against the walls all over the catacombs. And they give them, they put them in rooms based on, they, like split them up into categories. So there's one room that's all like clergy members. They have another area called the Chapel of the Virgins, um, which is full of girls whose families declared that they were virgins 
when they died, and they're displayed in their faded, tattered white dresses. Um, Good Lord, is this still currently happening? Uh, no, the most recent, uh, the most recent was a two-year-old baby girl who was embalmed in 1920 after dying of pneumonia. But you can Uh, still go see all of this? Yeah, she's so well-preserved that her corpse has been dubbed Sleeping Beauty. Oh, no. Um, Yeah. Uh -uh. Um, So it's nice. Uh, Most of the corpses, their mouths are hanging wide open because they're standing upright, so their facial ligaments have decomposed and gravity has pulled their mouths open, so it looks like they're in the middle of an eternal silence scream of agony. Um, uh, Yeah. I like creepy stuff, but okay, I think this that is, might be a pest. Yeah. Mm-mm. I can handle this. Uh, yes. I've eaten at Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they serve there. Same thing. People um, with their so, gaping maws and just decomposing. That sounds about right, actually. Uh, the monastery is a, a 25-minute walk from Palermo Central Railway Station, and you can still visit it. Although, I don't know if you can right now. But you'll, you'll make it home in half the time because you'll be running away from it. <laughs> Well, speaking of claustrophobia, there's a haunted battleship here in Alabama that I I went to and didn't have any, uh, didn't get any of the paranormal stuff. But my son, uh, this is the USS Alabama. It's parked in Mobile Bay. And uh, apparently there was, this was used in World War II and retired shortly after that. No one was ever killed on this battleship by enemy fire, but apparently... Seven people were killed from friendly fire. Oh, which oops. how you get killed from friendly fire inside a battleship? I'm not <laughs> sure. But Snoring in your sleep, I think, is how. You yeah, <laughs> but uh, apparently, um, when they, they uh, church groups and scout groups and things like that, I guess any group could rent out the, the battleship and you can spend the night in there. My son did that as part of a scout. Mm, that's a excursion. popular thing with the scouts sleeping on some kind of. Yeah, they always go to some kind of thing. But th- this one, there's tons of reports of doors shutting behind people. And these are big battleships, mm. like heavy, serious metal doors that will just close like on people. And during tours, even when people are just taking the normal day tour, doors close. And there's, uh, I'm sure it's maybe not haunted, but it's the whole thing is, uh, I went there as a kid and I, it was so claustrophobic. I just went back up to the top because everything was tiny little stairwells mm-hmm. yeah. and hallways and you know i'm a tall guy so i was i don't know probably, how people live on like a submarine or battleship like that and then if you snore you get killed and then you haunt the place. <laughs> you haunt the place yeah <laughs> yeah when i was a kid in when i was in scouts we went to the uh the yorktown which is the aircraft carrier mm-hmm. it was in the battle of midway in world war ii and mm-hmm. uh I don't know if that one's haunted, but you get it had that same very creepy feeling. There's something about it because it's so institutional. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. feels kind of like an old hospital or something. But then it's so huge and most of it's empty and unused except for the areas that they take you on mm-hmm. tours and stuff. Yeah, but it's, it's not giant, but every room not, is so compartmentalized and small. It's just yeah, you can't get out of the, the claustrophobia factor. Right. And it's not like they're all like shut down, so you've just got these dark corridors I don't really believe in ghosts but at the same time I sort of really hope that it is 
true and that I can someday haunt people. <laughs> oh, I would love it. Right. Why wait until you're dead? Just yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I don't believe in ghosts, but I, I really love creepy places. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not sure that there's like an actual ghost, like the soul of somebody for sure. But it, I think there could be, I don't know, some kind of weird energy. Yeah, weird energies mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't know. I, I believe more in the sci-fi kind of thing where there's a, a ripple in time where there's alternate things happening or oh, something like yeah. that. Or someone's stuck between something, but I don't String know why I believe theory. that. But yeah. <sighs> been to a place where's the place that you have been that creeped you out like really you were scared six of. flags over georgia yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mine was definitely the spooks i don't, creepy, I don't think spooky i've caves. been like that i want to um well last year i talked about when when we visited mansfield reformatory in Ohio, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Shawshank prison. Yeah. Basically. yeah, that place was pretty spooky. It wasn't ghostly spooky though. It was just kind of being aware of what went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff. Um, that's what I found of about Alcatraz. Is yeah, it's like ugh, just looking at the conditions that people were imprisoned in there. And yeah. honestly, modern new prisons aren't a whole lot. That's true. That's true. They look pretty awful. Your toilet next to your bed. Like that's that's terrifying that's to me, right? Hey, some yeah. of someone's us think gonna, of that as convenient. Gonna take a dump right next to your head. No, yeah. that I find having to do that I find terrifying. I don't want to have to poop in front of someone. <laughs> well, don't get stuck on the skyliner then. Yeah, that's true. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's creepy. there's something too about places like on the places that were like the earliest like you said like saint augustine or like the the areas that were the frontier of the colonies i'm thinking about like like kentucky tennessee west like places where you're like back in the hollers and there's these old cabins and stuff. There's something about just the age and cabin in the woods. It's just so much has happened it. there. Yeah. Probably yeah, a lot Augustine of painful death. A, mm-hmm. yeah. St. Augustine just as a whole and uh, Savannah, uh, uh, Charleston and Savannah, Georgia, uh, both have that sort of overall creepy feel to them. Plus, you know, that was like the height of the slave trade. Mm-hmm. Both of those places. I think so they will just so much death and yeah. badness that has happened there you can just feel it and they'll do like n- creepy nighttime ghost walks in cities like mm-hmm. that i'd like to yeah, do we that we were supposed to do one and then it was, it was just raining too hard to make oh, that bummer. fun so we canceled doing it in, in uh, uh 
Savannah. Savannah. Look, that's where I was going to say I'd like to do like a nighttime. We did go walk. to the um, that cemetery. This the famous cemetery, and it's covered. It's got all the oaks with the the live oak mm-hmm. with the moss hanging off of oh, them. And cool. That's a creepy. That's from place. Uh, the Midnight in the Garden of Good but, and Evil has yes. the, the tomb. The front cover of that book is the yeah. The I've been in girl um, angel or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oof. I've been in the uh, Père Lachaise Cemetery in Paris at night. It's pretty creepy. I I, I love cemeteries. Yeah, and most there- old European cemeteries are just really cool. The all of the monuments and it's especially ones where you can go see the the graves of famous people. There's this uh, big old um, cemetery in uh, it's in Cleveland. It's the Lakeview Cemetery. There's a lot of like Cleveland actually used to be like a like the New York or the Chicago or New York City of the Midwest at the time. <laughs> Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. There was a lot of like like the big famous millionaires and stuff. Wait, isn't there. Chicago the Chicago of the Midwest? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, but before the windy Chicago city was, of the Midwest. Okay. Was, <laughs> just just go with me, guys. So anyway, yeah, so they've got right. like a bunch of the old timey, really creepy like tombstones and stuff. And there's this one tomb that's got they call it the Angel of Death. Uh, well, actually, the name of the statue Slayer. is the Angel of Death Victorious. And it's like this winged angel sitting on a chair with a giant sword in front of it. Mm. But there's something about the way that, I don't know if it's, it's a bronze statue, it looks like. and But so when the water runs down his face from say, the rain, it... it washes away the green patina. So it looks like it's crying these black tears Ooh. or something. That's metal. It's, yeah. Really metal. It looks like something off of a off of a, a metal album, but yeah, that's 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 creep. First one. This is a quick one. It's in it's in Mexico. Um, Mexico. In, uh, it's a small town, uh, right like on the tip of the boot of Mexico, I guess, in the Gulf of in the Gulf. There is it. The Yucatan. It's, sure. And yeah, then it's Shiola. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's called it, the town is Pomuch Pomuk. I'm not, I don't speak the Spanish, so I don't habla Espanol. <laughs> uh, so anyway, they have a, they have an interesting take on Day of the Dead here. Every year on November 2nd, um, it's bone cleaning day at the cemetery. Oh my. <laughs> so, so when a resident of this town dies, they're temporarily buried at the town graveyard. And then after three years, the families disinter the bones clean them, and then store them in a wooden box in the cemetery for permanent display. All right. Yeah, and then each year after that, on the Day of the Dead, the families come back and do a ritual bone cleaning to keep their family members in good shape. (laughs) I do that when I'm in the shower. (laughs) Ritual. (laughs) (laughs) So it, it helps bring together the families and allow them to kind of deal with the pain of death and mm-hmm. uh, 
and uh, you know confront like remember their deceased relatives and stuff. Uh, I like and then the, also, the beautiful Day yeah. of the Dead, like a la Coco, <laughs> instead right, of yeah. the cleaning of yeah, the bones. I don't remember the <laughs> of Pop Pop's bones. <laughs> I don't remember yeah, that really scene in the, in the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we gotta uh, dig up Abuela and I clean think your bones. Apparently, it's important because they believe that if you don't keep the bones clean, that that the ghosts are going to wander the streets and exact vengeance upon you for oh. not properly caring for them in the afterlife. So, clean hmm. them bones. <laughs> If after I'm dead, I'm that concerned with my bones, like I have, I have wasted my afterlife. Dirty bones, and now you're gonna get haunted. What else you got, Dan? (laughs) On that note, (laughs) on that note, I've got not one but two opportunities for you to spend the night in uh, the site of famous uh, axe murders. Oh, Uh, yeah. So. We all got a little too excited about that. Uh, (laughs) Murder. Who doesn't love a little little light axe murdering? uh, A little light axe murdering. (laughs) Uh, The first one is in Iowa, and it's the Velisca Axe Murder House. Um, (laughs) Well, with a name like that, then there's obviously going to be an axe murdering. (laughs) Like, don't live there. Um, in 1912, the house belonged to the Moore family, which was a married couple, and their uh, one, two, three, four young children. More like less family. That's a lot of so kids. kids. No Is wonder there was an axe murder. murdering. <laughs> <laughs> On the night of June 9th, the family returned from uh, church services, um, and sometime, sometime between midnight and 5 a.m., the entire family was brutally murdered by someone with an axe. They all had their heads bashed in. Ooh. Um, hmm. That sounds delightful. Now yeah. you can go to self, out there. Don't go to oh, church. There you go. That's the lesson. <laughs> the, the, the case remains unsolved. The main suspect is a traveling minister who had been at the service that evening and then disappeared around there 5 a.m. the see? next day. See, don't go to church. A, minis- a hobo minister. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, I resent now. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the house was purchased in 1994 and re- restored to the state it was in in 1912 when they were all had their heads bashed in. And now you can tour the home by day and at night you Did can they spend put the night. The viscera back. <laughs> uh. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, you can spend the night in one of the murder bedrooms. So Yay. Yeah. Um, oh, and you can take Ugh. a walk to the cemetery that's only uh, 15 minutes away and visit all of the. You yeah, know, you can figure out who, visit their who slept in your bedroom. And if you pay seven grave. bucks, you can go in there and clean their bones too. <laughs> Put them in a little box. It's a small upcharge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, similarly, you can also now. Uh, you everybody's familiar with the story of Lizzie Borden, who yes. took an axe and gave her parents forty wax. Um, <laughs> in in the spirit of modern American capitalism, uh, you can you can stay at her house. It's a bed and breakfast. now. Bed and oh. breakfast. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a it's a Borden themed bed and breakfast. You can stay in the very rooms where her parents took their final breaths. I they that was the person the that made axe. condensed milk. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a second uncle twice removed mm. or something. Uh, do these places provide the axe, or do you have to bring your own? <laughs> Asking for a friend. Uh, it doesn't. <laughs> Murder beads. Should I I maybe call Dave and give him a little warning? (laughs) That's an even bigger upcharge. Oh, right. You have to return it by 11, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
they, I'm assuming that the resort that these places have a very hefty cleaning fee tagged on. Bring your own Bring your own plastic sheeting. <laughs> I've seen Dexter. I know what you need to do. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Haunted Mansion. I'm your host, your ghost host. Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Our masterclass begins here in this gallery, where I was wondering, guys, what's your favorite ghost in the Haunted Mansion? Do you have a favorite? No qualification on that one, Dan? Are you dropping the... Jeff was complaining. (laughs) I like my qualification of not one of the main characters. I like the organist, Victor Geist. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just that effect is always so cool. I love yeah. it. Yeah, and those specters that come out of the organ pipes are yes. really cool. Well, I was going to say, you know my my fear of being buried alive. I was going to say the guy who's trying to climb out of his coffin. <laughs> Let me out! I see, Let yeah, me out yes. I feel him. I, I, I know what he's going through. <laughs> Well, mine's not a ghost. Then I'm gonna go with the uh, with the the poor caretaker guy and his his dog and his emaciated dog. Yeah. For some reason, when I was a kid, those those figures actually freaked me out more than pretty much any of the ghosts in there because it has that mm, weird such a great character face. Yeah, it's it's yeah. definitely like that cartoonish face that looks real that you know Disney did. That, mm-hmm. You know, breaks that that dimension. So. I'm gonna go with definitely. Uncanny Valley. Is I feel just like little... he doesn't feed that dog well enough. No, <laughs> poor dog. That dog might very well be a ghost, to be honest, from the looks of his rib cage. Or he's about to be. He's just a greyhound. That's all. Yeah, he's getting close. I was actually also going to say uh, the organist in the ballroom, but there's another one that I, I'm su- kind of surprised that Jeff doesn't identify. Actually, there's two really, really hardy partiers in that ballroom. First is I think his name is. He's got a weird name. There's a guy that's hanging out on top of the chandelier. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He's oh, yeah. to hold on and he's swinging around uh-huh. with his bottle of booze. But then have you ever noticed that down underneath the, the dining table, there's a pair of ghostly legs sticking out with a bottle of wine on the I floor. I only recently noticed <laughs> no. that. Yes. Yeah. There's a ghost passed out underneath the yeah. table there. I'm embarrassed at how long it took me to notice the two uh, paintings that turn the and shoot each other. Guys? Oh, yeah. 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 Because you're looking down. Just looking down at the table and never looked up there and noticed those guys. One of my other favorites is the, uh, I never, I had seen this one, but didn't notice it until we did a guided tour that included uh, going through there with a narrator talking about some of the things. But right at the end, the opera singing Viking hat wearing lady, Mm -hmm. it ain't over till the fat lady sings. So it's right Right, there at the end of it, the fat lady sings. And I love that. Mm -hmm. She's cool looking too. And I don't think Anyone's- that then they shouldn't do a a doom buggy bed. They should just do a coffin. Like I want to sleep Ooh, in a coffin. Mm-hmm. That's just, weird, <laughs> just like you do. I really do. I've always wanted to sleep in a coffin. No, thank you. I want to sleep in a coffin, but only if it's a queen sized coffin. Sealy posturepedic coffin. Well, speaking of things that never came to be, um, one of my favorite sort of early designs for Haunted Mansion that never actually got made was the museum of the weird um Mm, yes so this was originally dreamed up by raleigh crump who is one of my favorite imagineers one of my favorite weird names 
And uh, that's amazing. Also one of the <laughs> yeah. last few Imagineers living that worked with Walt. Um, so yeah, when they were mm-hmm. in, in the many years that they worked on Haunted Mansion, it seemed like it took them a pretty long time to get it going. Uh, yeah, Raleigh Crump pitched an idea for the, when it was still going to be a walkthrough that's called the Museum of the Weird. And it was basically that he was really one of the only Imagineers pitching ideas that was that focused on practical effects and was really into like the Pepper's Ghost effect and things like that. And was really sort of mm-hmm. focusing on ways to freak people out in person instead of just the overall theming. Um, so, yeah, there, there are still drawings of, of the stuff that he pitched. And it was basically like weird creatures and like living objects more focused not on the sort of classic haunted stuff but more on like there's like a candle man a guy that was like made out of candle wax and like the one of, <laughs> worst superhero yeah ever. oh yeah like i'm gonna melt on you <laughs> slowly <laughs> hold still <laughs> Is that like our? Is that like our? Yeah, right. Uh, t-shirt mascot. Yes, My favorite one that he designed is is labeled as Weird Mistress of Evil, and it looks no. like it looks like a cross between like Elvira and like a Dungeons and Dragons character, and my twelfth grade ex girlfriend who was really into Bauhaus, and she yeah, it's this really. She's got like weird like spider boob bra on and stuff. And basically, so he wanted to just have this museum of the weird where there were all these weird characters and things to look at. Um, and so he pitched it to Walt and everybody else thought it was stupid, but apparently it kept Walt up that night and he couldn't sleep. So he asked him to like keep developing it. And then they like tried to do it as an exit sort of gift shop type thing for the ride. And it basically just fell apart in the end. Um, but they did use a lot of the stuff that he had designed, like the seance room basically was his original design. They, they modified it, but where mm-hmm. Leota is, is, was basically his seance room idea. And his idea, he had a chair that had a face on it that was going to talk and sort of host the seance instead of Leota. And the, the chair that is actually is still awesome. in the ride. There is a chair with a face on it. Um, is that the Donald Duck Yeah, the chair? Donald Duck chair. You know, there's a lot of stuff. And, and apparently, like, the wallpaper that um, is so iconic now was based on his drawings. He didn't do it, but they told him um, that they were going to use his design. Yeah, there's, yeah, the sketches are really great. I'm, I'm a big fan of his artwork. It's really super creepy. Um, and then the, the funny thing that I, I love about it is that he did the original designs for the stretching room, too. And... He drew them up and designed them and was really happy to turn them in and was promptly told by Mark Davis that he was going to redo them because they were no good. No. Yeah. And totally redid them. But but the the characters and the concept of the stretching room, how it was going to look was done by him. So they stayed the same. He just did different artwork. Yeah. He just did it more in his style. And, you know, mm-hmm. because, yeah, you you look at those and you can tell that's Mark Davis artwork style. yeah i'm glad i love those i do too I and i, I like mark, mark davis's artwork as much as i love raleigh crump's sort of design styles that he came up with it, it obviously that stuff most of it wouldn't fit in the way that the haunted mansion is now mm-hmm. it's more an homage to classic horror so. um so the first version would have been um led by a maid or a butler who would have take you through uh and told you the legend of Captain Gore. Ooh, who, Captain Gore. Yeah. And, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, uh, he was going to be a, 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 a murderous sea captain um, who uh, who murdered his, his bride after he 
caught her cheating with uh, you know, for kids. Sea captain. Wow. For the kids. <laughs> right. Which, yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, but then her name they, was they had these plans for <laughs> they go in different rooms. <laughs> I hear she was a fine girl. But her life, her love, and her love. Uh, Let's see. And, and he, he has like a grave in the queue at Magic Kingdom. Is right? Uh, yeah, he inspired yeah. like Is it that the same one guy. Was a mm-hmm. How many sea captains are there yeah. in the Haunted Mansion lore? Come on. How many murdering sea <laughs> captains uh, can out, there be? Turns Turns out that house is full of sea Oh, I'm sorry. I just looked it up. That's actually the grave of the Gorton's fisherman. Sorry about that. Yes. He knows what you did last time. That's why it smells like fish sticks. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah the, the Haunted Mansion is one of my earliest memories, just period, of, of anything that stuck out in my head. And it was... The moment when, as a kid, I was just like, I don't know what this is. It scares the crap out of me, but I want more <laughs> of it, and I love it, and I need to seek out everything. And so from then, it like it set me off on Universal Monsters, mm-hmm. classic horror. Still to this day, like I, I consume old classic horror movies daily. It's just, it's part of who mm-hmm. I am. And so The Haunted Mansion, to me, is, is, is like sort of the the embodiment of like the combination of my two favorite things, which is Disney All that and stuff. really mm-hmm. creepy. So. Mm-hmm. Can we get a picture of you wearing your haunted mansion leggings and Crocs together? <laughs> That'd be I don't great. have any, but I certainly <laughs> would tell them this exists. I would certainly exist in Jess's world. We, we can, we can make sure that Jeff's that happens. I'll be, I'll be Disney headed right back down to Walt Disney world in a couple of weeks. I'll Will bring some back for you. Headed? We'll, we'll record an episode where we do a commentary track for the horrible Haunted Mansion movie, and I'll dress head-to-toe Haunted Mansion for that. Oh, yes. That's what she well, said. I'll hire you to come do it. Uh, and I know, So I know it's against right. everything, and, and people have tried it, and, and they always get caught. But I'm, I'm tasking you guys and everybody that knows and loves me, yeah. when I die... At least, I mean, like a minuscule <laughs> amount of my ashes, just like no, like I'll a tiny, just put yeah. them in there. I don't care. I know they vacuum. I know they clean it up, whatever. I know that. But just the act of doing it is the only thing I care about after I die. So you got it. Okay. Thanks. You know what? I'll, I'll have you in my hand and I'll <laughs> <laughs> cough me at Leota and, and mm-hmm. my, my soul will be at peace. We'll pencil you in for Disneyland next. Maybe by the time it wait, but maybe by the time it opens, I didn't know there was. I didn't know I had to like fit a time frame here. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's when I'm available. I was just trying to think of a time when all the rest of us were going to be. That's true, and we would be together. together. That's the next time. Like crap, I got to get on this. (laughs) What if we just like cut off your toe and burn that? And then you could help us. <laughs> That's so creepy that like I would to totally be up for that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I have a permanently broken toe, so that would be fine. Hey, so you're not even using it. Yeah, no, it's my pinky toe. I've stubbed it so many yeah, times useless. you can just bend it backwards and stuff. You Ew, bro. Take that one. Just take that one. Well, actually, we heard of a way you can uh, remove someone's toes. We saw photos of it once on a trip to Vegas. We'll tell you about it someday. That sounds like another <laughs> show idea. It is, yeah. it is. That's one of those Boy. creepy travel stories shows. We'll get to it someday. We'll put that on the on the dark, dark <laughs> yes. travel episode. <laughs> 
Well, before you take any more of a turn, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to hop into Doom Buggy and explore the boundless realm of the supernatural in the Haunted Mansion or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a three-story Victorian-era brick mansion with four columns at the entrance and wrought iron decorative railings around the balconies, plus a private cemetery plot in the backyard, and including uh, interior rooms such as an octagonal portrait gallery with a cupola ceiling, an overgrown observatory, a parlor furnished with seance equipment, a ballroom set for a ghostly birthday party, an attic haunted by a murderous bride, and a private family crypt full of expert travel planners ready to make your vacation <laughs> dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. One take Dan, they call him. Oh, I'm Dan. sorry, Dan. I wasn't recording. Can you do Holy that again? Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Louder for the folks I'll in the I'll just use the crappy Zoom copy. <laughs> Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is still the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery. Tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Bye, everybody. Don't haunt flows. No, actually, haunt flows. If you, if you die soon, haunt flows. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. you next week for another meeting of the gold key adventure society and until then remember life is short and the world is wide so go have an adventure my internet is unstable is- i'm unstable yeah yeah well then it's a perfect fit tell me something i don't all right